Welcome back to Networking. It's your superpower with your host, me, Keisha Kent. And I want to talk to you today a little bit about the power of networking and truly how mentoring is a part of networking as well. I have my first guest on today, Vivio Lopez, and we'll talk a little bit about how she, as an introvert, does such an amazing job when it comes to networking and how she's intentional in building relationships. So much. This is episode three of Networking It's Your Superpower. It's me, Keisha Kent, and I'm so excited to bring on my guest today, Vivio Lopez. Vivio has so much experience. One of the biggest things that stood out to me about her bio was the fact that she said that Her greatest joy comes from being a devoted wife to her husband, Augustine Lopez. That stood out to me because, of course, as a wife, those are the things that I kind of relate to in people. And Vivio has shown me living it out in our relationship. She's shown me how she is an amazing, devoted wife. And I I get to learn from her. So I wanted to bring her on today because she's been one of my mentors, one of my confidants, somebody that I can sit down and talk to and talk through things. And I always know that she's going to give me an amazing perspective. So without further ado, Vivio Lopez, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. (laughs) Hi, Keisha. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me today. I'm so excited that you are here today. Viv, tell, tell my listening audience a little bit about you. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Let's see. One of the things as Keisha started off with is I am a wife and um, I have been married now for 13 years and my husband and I have been together for 20. And um, thank you. I like to just kind of share that because that is something that is really, really important to me and is part of the foundation of who I am Um, because my husband and I, we're really, really good friends and he's also actually my confidant. And he's a person that really keeps me grounded and supports me through every adventure that I come up with. And uh, he's my biggest cheerleader. Um, I'm also a mom of a blended family. We have seven children all together. Okay. And uh, I have one granddaughter right now. So I am enjoying that. So there's never a dull moment. Tasia. And, um <laughs> Yes, Tasia. Exactly. So I'm excited about that. And they just moved back to St. Louis. So I come get to on, see her yes. every day. And so that's pretty cool. Um, And then also, I guess, when I look at the other side, outside my family, I am also the uh, marriage ministry leader, my husband and I. We are over that and get to work with a great team at our church. And then I also um, get to lead the women's ministry with another group of amazing women. And professionally, I do a lot of different uh, workshops and um, group activities and different things around diversity and inclusion, along with personal professional development, and then also with relationship enrichment. And that's another place that my husband and I get to work together. So that's a little bit about me. How amazing, how amazing, how amazing. So much that you get to do, Vivio. I love the fact that there's so much intertwined in it. And when we think about all of the different hats that we get to wear as women, I love the fact that every one of those things, it still incorporates back to who you are. Viv, I want to ask you, as a professional woman, how would you say, what has been some ways that you have 
built where you are? How do you get people connected to the things that you're doing? How do people know what it is that you're doing? Honestly, Keisha, I think I'm probably a little old school in this way. Um, okay. It's really just about just authentic connections, just relationships. That's and good. The, and the reason why I say a little old school is because I'm not really social media savvy. Anybody who knows me knows that. And I don't do a whole lot of social networking, but I love to connect with people. As you said, all the things that I do is really about relationship building, mm-hmm. um, being able to connect with people on an authentic level. A lot of times is probably very personal things as well. And that's really I can attest the- to that. <laughs> yep, definitely. And that's really <laughs> how I stay connected and people know what I have going on or it's through word of mouth from someone else who says, hey, I went to this thing, Viv, or if, you, if you're looking for this, call Viv. And so it's just been amazing, I would say, just one relationship at a time and building. And that's pretty much how I've done it. And I, and I try to stay relevant and have the opportunity to really share my gifts and my talents with the world is just through personal connections. That's amazing. And I think about our relationship in particular, how it has evolved over the years. And it comes from a mindset when you think about when the when the student is ready, the teacher arrives. And Mm. I think that there was a time in my life when I needed somebody to help guide me. And you were that person that I could tell things through. And then it evolved into more of a mentoring and then it involved into evolved into a greater relationship when it came to our friendship. What are some things that you think about when it comes to mentoring women? And when you think about marriages, what are some things, what are your goal to, how do you even know what to say to women when they come to you with certain issues? Where does that come from? So it's kind of funny that you say that because I never, <laughs> I never consider myself to be like a mentor. And I've had people say, oh, can you be my coach? And I'm like, I'm not a coach. You well, are, though. Well, here's, here's what I mean by that. I think when I think about the traditional sense of coaching and mentoring and all of these different formats and mm-hmm. programs and certifications, like that is not. Me. Oh, OK. OK. What I do. And, and again, that's where I was putting myself in that box. Okay. And not realizing that, no, naturally, I am a mentor. Naturally, okay. I have been coaching individuals. And I've had people who are in my life, like yourself, that I just felt like, hey, I'm being a great friend, right? Yeah. supporting this person and encouraging this person and helping this person work through whatever, um, you know, whatever situation is at hand. But in my heart, I'm just doing this as a friend and I'm just sharing my experiences or my knowledge. That's but good, I didn't though. look at it as being any, I didn't look at it as having a title. And, um, and then a dear friend, she was like, what are you talking about? You've been coaching me for like 15 <laughs> years. <laughs> and I was like, really? So It's um, organic. That it, organic it, that organic thing that's on the inside of you it it it's it illuminates i'm telling you it does not matter it illuminates in any setting that i've had had the privilege to be around i've seen it just illuminate and i see how people gravitate to that strength and that courage and that confidence even when you get up and and, and you're speaking people gravitate to every word that you're saying and so i've seen so many relationships come just through the strength of that Thank you. Thank you. I, Absolutely. I, um, again, so I just try to believe that when the situation arises, that I will have 
what that person needs. Um, mm-hmm. I never go out and seek like coaching um, relationships because again, that's not how I see myself. That's not where I see my strengths. I believe that that is something that God has given me the gift and the yeah. ability to do and support. But I, I also agree. believe that there are a select few that he has called me to have that type of relationship mm. with on a certain level. I'm raising my hand. Okay. <laughs> and I know that I'm not like a, you know, a coach where it's going to be to the masses because right. I know that that's not what God has called me to do, but it's I'm good to know that available yeah. Yeah, to coach and support and mentor those that I truly believe that God has brought into my life for that purpose. Okay. I love that Vivian. Now, when it comes to networking, I want to shift gears just a little bit, but when we talk about networking, I can think about a time when you and I, we flew across the world (laughs) (laughs) and I'm telling you, I did not know what to expect when I got there, but really because of the, the calmness, the centeredness, and because of who you are, it really helped me get to a place where I was like, okay, this is, this is going to be all right. And I'm telling you, it helped me be calm. But when I think about all of those different women that we were in contact with and how naturally I had my iPad recording and taking pictures, you would think that I had known these people, right? But tell me from your perspective, Viv, how did you get into that room? I'm telling you, it's probably maybe two two to 500 women, I would say, how do you, what's your method for getting in there to network with those women? And then tell me a little bit about from an introvert's perspective, how do you tackle that? All right. Great question, Keisha, because I, again, I've never considered myself as a networker. That's something I have been like terrified of when I think about going to networking events. And I believe for me, especially being an introvert um, and that trip, was one of those defining moments for me. So it's ironic that you brought that up. Wow. Because even before you let the whole world know your strengths and talents around networking, you have always been one of those people that I'm like, wow, she is amazing <laughs> at this, right? And um, and that trip was a time when I got to kind of see you up close and personal. And I was like, oh, I could never do this. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Here's the thing is, number one, I stopped comparing myself to the way other people network. Come on, come on. Because that was the thing. Like, there's this cookie cutter way or best way to network. And I had to throw that completely out the window, right? Right, what You know, and I had to throw that out the window. And that's one of the things that um, I had to learn. And again, I learned from you and I on that trip as well as other times that it was really about me just showing up and being my authentic self. And a lot of people that know me know that I say the Viv experience. So it was about- I've adopted that. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really focusing on, okay, just give people the Viv experience, throw everything out the window that you think you should or should not do and just show up and be yourself. And and I was able to do that. And again, on this same trip that we are referring to, I remember that I met a young lady and she had a, she had this natural hair. This day she had on a she had braids in, but she saw me because I wore my afro out and you know and I'm right. and proud and and that was another thing really quick with me being my authentic self of me wearing my natural hair helped me to really okay. show up. Yes. Yes. Um, 
But anyway, I was able to connect with this young lady and just going up, just talking with her. And it started with me commenting on her hair. Wow. And from there, we were able to make this connection. We talked for hours around <laughs> her natural hair in the professional setting. Because Isn't it amazing struggling. how that happens, though? It Isn't really it was. amazing how those organic conversations happen and my uh, one of the things I always say when you're networking you can find the most random thing to connect with the person on and whatever that is you have to tune into that because think about it had you not tuned into that you wouldn't have had that two-hour conversation most definitely and again going back to one being myself natural hair that was something for me i remember my transition and how That's much a big i struggled deal. right and 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 i worried about how is the professional world going to accept me with the afro um and so that was something that was really real to me and it was a connecting a connection for the two of us but that was again because i wasn't afraid and i didn't think about oh i need to talk about business i need to talk about professional stuff and I was like, no, let's just talk about people. Here's the thing. People have all these gifts and people have these talents, but we have those same gifts and talents, maybe not exactly to the T, but whatever it is that is for you and the stuff that you possess, you have to come from that perspective. So I love the fact that you said you were true to Vivian. Absolutely. That's the thing that's going to allow us to win every single time. Now, looking at that same event with all of those people, because that's probably not a normal networking opportunity that we get all the time when it's two to 500 people, right. unless you're going somewhere to like Venture Cafe when there's a ton of people there on a weekly basis. But how do, you, how do you, when you think about all of that stuff, what were some of the challenges that you think that you faced that came with that? What were some of the challenges? So I think the first challenge was me staying out of my head. <laughs> I have the tendency to overthink things, um, but really analytical. Then, That's yes, analytical. very analytical. And thinking about what the right thing to say, don't say this, say that. What are they going to think? And all this ridiculousness. Okay. But anyway, so really just staying out of my head was one of the challenges. And I had to be really conscious of, am I really present in this conversation? Oh, yeah. Or am I in my head thinking about what am I going to say next? Or did I just say that wrong or whatever, <laughs> right? So that was a huge challenge for me. That is, that is. And I had to be more mindful of it and kind of start checking myself to say, oh, you're in your head, bring it back. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. That's and so I, good. I had to practice that a lot. So then it became more comfortable and, you know, it wasn't that much of a challenge, but that was a huge challenge for me. Right. So what were the, so what were some of the ways that you practiced it? Tell us what, how'd you practice that? So it's really funny. I practiced with my family, right? Good. Um, I, I looked at what are some of the low level places that I can really practice my networking skills. So okay. church was a place and okay. with my family church. was a place. And so really, really quick. One of the things that I would do with my family is when we had family get togethers, I would gravitate to the family member that I didn't know that well or that I wanted to learn more about. Oh, good. Because again, going back to be my authentic self and then also thinking about networking is really about learning about that other person. So mm. really trying to not find us out though. So things. not you, but that other person. It's about the other person. I kind of that's good. I kind of think about um Stephen Covey 
with um re, um with communication skills how he says first seek to understand then to be mm, understood so i love that it's like first seek to know about that person then to be known um so I anyway love with the family, I would gravitate to that family member that I didn't know a lot about or I wanted to learn more about and just engage them in a conversation. And again, still practicing. Stay out of your head. Be present. Um, yeah. if, if someone brought a new friend to the uh, family gathering, they were like, oh, I'm going to go and talk to this person. <laughs> so it, it, just, it became fun yeah. and like a challenge, but also it was building my skills in a very safe zone. And I like um, that. And then yeah. also it makes people feel comfortable and it makes them feel like they're also, you know, a part of the group and that they're welcome as well when you learn about them. People like That's to good. share. So That's right. And people are really good at talking about themselves. And a lot of times when you're at an, in an event or you're at an establishment where people are that you don't know, ask them something about them, baby. And I bet you every single time that conversation will keep going now sometimes you may get a person that won't be able to keep it going but i say in the back of your mind keep some some things down that you want to talk about have some goals i always say when you're going into any sort of organization and i love how you said that you practiced on your family because that's a safe zone you're right that's the safe place but when we have goals exactly about how we want to get what it is that we want to get. When we have goals in our minds, I even go so far sometimes before I go to the events to write down what I want to get, whether it's a family reunion, because that's a great place where you don't know everybody, right? Mm -hmm. You may know them, but you don't know them, know them. So setting goals is a really a great way to kind of take that thing and just go to the next level with it. Okay, baby, I have a few more questions that I would love, love, love to ask. Sure. My, my next question is this. When it comes to shifting in networking and shifting in careers, what would you say that, what's been your greatest strength in being able to network and shift and shift in your career too? I think the, probably the most important thing again is going back to that whole Viv experience is really mm -hmm. being intentional and mindful of the experience that you give people when you're in their presence, even yeah. if we mess up or whatever, but being authentic and um, helping people to really feel comfortable, that's going to really help because what that did for me is I was able to network with a lot of people that I had previously experienced that I had previously connected with in other areas with other um, employers that I used to work with, but because mm -hmm. of our connection and because of the experience that they received when we were together, they were, right. they were able to then reach out to me when they huh, found out, come hey, on, Viv, you're not, you know, you're not working for XYZ company anymore. Hey, I need you to come over and do this because I already know because they've had that previous experience. And um, so I think that was Good. probably one of the things that was really important in that relationship. And also thinking about, it's not just about that initial experience, because that was one of the things I would have a great first experience, but then <laughs> it would fall flat. And so that oh, okay. whole follow-up piece and staying connected, mm -hmm. which was also something that I struggled with, but being able to stay connected because you want to think about it's an ongoing relationship. So it's not like, Hey, 
I'm going to just call you when I need something or, you know, because then people feel like they're being used. It's more about really having that ongoing relationship with them. And then when the opportunities arise, people will think about you. You're going to think about other people that are in your network because you have that, that memory, that experience, you know what they do, you know how they do it. Absolutely. And that'll make you want to connect. That is so good. And the thing is this, when you're there and you're showing up and you're on top of your game, it will make people want to continue to call you back. And sometimes I've even witnessed this video where people will say, you know what? I saw you do X, Y, Z. Can you do something similar or, or can you do this instead of that or all those different things when they understand the fact that you are going to come to the table and you're going to represent yourself because it doesn't matter where you go or what you do. You're a representative of yourself. And if you're not authentic to who you are, you will miss that mark every single time. And I I swear it is such a learning experience every single time where we get to show up and be who we are authentically. Most definitely. And I think. Yes, yes, yes. And then it creates that space for other people to do the same. Um, It's funny because we all have this idea sometimes of where other people are in their careers, in their personal development. Right. In our heads, we made up (laughs) all these things. And then for me to go and do um, a talk and then I have someone who I know is pretty established in their field come up and say, wow, I want to have coffee with you. Like, I'm so mm, intrigued. By that's this. an amazing feeling. That yeah. really is. And and still looking at I didn't feel like I did anything special except for just show up and be true to Veer. And I that's think right. that's the secret sauce, as you said, just be yourself as hard as that may seem to be at first. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just try to be yourself as much as you can because the more genuine and authentic you are, then people can see that and um, people feel that energy. I'm big on that as well. People can tell when you I am are giving off oh that positive energy and that's what makes people feel good in your presence because when you're being yourself, then you're going to give off that positive energy. When we are fighting and struggling against who we naturally are, that's going to give negative energy because we're fighting it's a battle of trying to be something we're not and so people can feel that. that And be sure to connect with Vivio by email at viviolopez at gmail.com. And that's V as in Victor, I, V as in Victor, I-A-L, Lopez, L-O-P-E-Z, at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we look forward to you joining our next episode. Get ready, get ready, get ready.